When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Oh, just filming our own music video over here on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Yay. We're into the week. We are doing it. Kind of cool that Tuesday is like the second day of the week, even though it's third, but it's the second Two. day of the work week. Right. So, so it's, it's Tuesday. Tuesday. Is like that number where it comes Tuesday. from? No. No. Sorry. I know that. Oh, do you? You have that. I have that. Um, do you also have all of the tea on the talk, Bradley I, Trainer? I do. Let's chew on the talk. I think Holly said that in prep. <laughs> um, let's chew on the talk because the talk, of course, is that CBS show that's gone on hiatus mm-hmm. following hiatus. Okay, well, it might be hiatus. Mm-hmm. We'll get to that in a moment, but. Mm-hmm. After, uh, well, let's just say after Sharon Osbourne lit a match and walked away from the set. Now, you had a question, mm-hmm. Colleen, yesterday uh, about why CBS or what this investigation CBS announced uh, yeah, like, is. Why is there an investigation? We heard, Are we investigating everything these days? Right. But there actually isn't a, a reason for this investigation. It's not just a PR stunt where to say, like, we don't know what we're doing with the show. So give us five minutes and we'll figure it out. The the internal investigation that was kicked off yesterday, or I, I don't know exactly what day it started, but we learned about yesterday Time the is fact irrelevant. that um, another host, Elaine Welteroth, and I for, forgive me if I get anything wrong here, kids, because I don't watch the talk Mm -hmm. i am aware of the talk we have talked about the talk in the past but it has a kind of like it it, cbs's answer to the view right essentially Mm -hmm. right yeah you've got uh very opinionated hosts from a diverse background talking about the, the hot topics of the day they though the talk has seemed to have had some problems in the past with the people at the table Meaning the dynamics between the people at the table has been fraught in a way. I know there's always drama on shows like The View, Mm -hmm. etc. But this is like a different quality. There's a different quality to this. There's been a definite revolving door uh, situation there. It seems like they've had a higher turnover than The View. Let's be clear. Mm -hmm. There was a whole situation Mm -hmm. prior to this moment Mm -hmm. that involved Les Wexner. Les Moonves. Les Moonves? Les Wexner? Well, they're all in the same kind of universe, aren't they? Um, One baddie named Les Moonves, Mm -hmm. and then, of course, his wife, Julie Chen, and there's been a lot of drama around that. Okay, so, but back to the investigation. Host Elaine Welteroth and her hairstylist specifically... Uh, complained, and I guess they weren't alone in this, complaining of an alleged racially insensitive, hostile environment on the show, but specifically the show, 
And I'm reading now from a piece in uh, page six, so take that for what it's worth. But a source says, quote, Elaine Welter, author and hairstylist, complained to HR over Sharon's recent exchange with Cheryl Underwood. Oh. Um, and there's... So it very specifically relates to that moment. Mm-hmm. And you can understand... Based on, and I don't want to like relitigate how the exchange went down, but like you can totally understand why somebody would read it that way because, according to another story, hold please. I'm sorry yeah. before you go further. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was this an off? This was an off the air incident, or was it off the air and on the air, or just both. on the air? I believe okay. this is both. All so, right. um, it, the story goes on to say that it wasn't just. Um, Welteroth, who was left fuming after Wednesday's heated debate over Pierce Morgan's comments. So that's the on-air part, right? Yep, absolutely. And then uh, there was stuff off the air, which there's another page six story that talks about all sorts of hot messness that was coming out of Sharon Osbourne's mouth. Essentially. Which, which I mean, that's not so um, hard to get your brain around because no doubt things that happen on the air spill off. Um, yeah. It happens here too, right? Like, we will have a conversation on the air and it will spill off the air or vice versa. A conversation will start off the air and it'll make its way on the air. Yeah. Ours is not as contentious. It's usually about food. I was going to say like, I didn't like those dill pickle chips. They're trash. Those are the best things. I mean, anyway, um, uh, back to the complaint. So that's how the investigation was started. And in fact, um, CBS or the HR department who at CBS studios, sent out a message to everybody saying, and of course, page six gets their, gets their hands on it. As a result of Wednesday's taping, we want to make clear that HR is actively involved in addressing the situation and uh, the concerns that have been brought to our attention. So this is this is a company doing what it's supposed to do. Right. This is not this is not. Now, you can question their motives, but like why versus any other situation where HR gets involved? Um I I think that you just take them at their word, right? And this was an internal memo that's basically saying staff uh, made specific allegations. We are going to investigate those. Right. We are going to look into them further. And also, if you would like to talk to somebody, let us know. So, like, they're doing exactly what should be done in this moment. So that's why we have that investigation. Mm -hmm. Put that aside. Okay. There's a greater story, which is really, I think, the problem here. No surprise is Sharon Osbourne. Right. Like, at the end of the day, this is all about Sharon Osbourne and what's going on behind the scenes. There is another uh, story in page six that talks about how um, things were going on backstage, and it's like, she said this, and he said, or he said, she said between two women. They said. She said, they said. Mm -hmm. Uh, Or she said one, and number two, she said. What? Okay. You know what I'm saying. I do. They said, Um, ladies said, people, gals be talking. So, like, for example, this page six insider from CBS Daytime said, quote, Sharon is peeved. She didn't say peeved. At Cheryl, because she feels like she helped sow a seed that she's a racist. And Sharon's unable to rationalize that. That's or And Sharon's unable to uh, to rationalize that. Like, that's just... Gossip. That's gossip. Behind right? the scenes gossip. Um, but then it goes on to say, like, uh, in fact, 
the insider said Osborne went crazy after the show and screamed, I'm getting my lawyers. And she also at one point allegedly said, like, I can't be racist. I'm Jewish. Okay. Remember how I said, I think the problem here is Sharon Osborne. Yeah. You also, you, you remember that whole offshoot of this story. And I we didn't talk about this because I wasn't here, but there was that whole offshoot about Holly Robinson Pete. Yes. Okay, so because this is the thing that starts to concern me. I think it's important to have part of the conversation, but I think we start to throw all the things together yeah. into the same stew. Uh-huh. But this actually is an important piece of the conversation. It is not a distraction from the conversation. Do you want to give the upshot on the Holly Robinson Pete experience? I, well, I don't I don't know that I have everything in front of me, but what I remember seeing was Sharon Osbourne. When when I was made aware of this, it was because I was scrolling through Twitter and I saw that Sharon Osbourne had published the email that Holly Robinson Pete allegedly had sent to her mm-hmm. at the time that she left the show or was fired from the show. Mm-hmm. Um and that was in response to what Holly Robinson Pete had said previously about Sharon Osbourne. And I'm like, who does that? Right. Like, so this tells me again, show me who you are, right? By what you, how you behave in this moment. Mm-hmm. Um, you, she allegedly, suppose, uh, I'm saying allegedly, supposedly, even though she did issue this lengthy apology about her. I don't, I don't even want to get into it. Right. It, it was like terribly problematic. But the moral of the story is, okay, so you can say those words, but then your actions just show me that, you know, you had a relationship with a woman of color, and when the opportunity to, like, show your support for that person appeared, you threw her under the bus. Mm -hmm. So, like, your actions are now speaking louder than your words. And they have been. Yeah. Yes. And So what you get is that uh, Sharon Osbourne doesn't understand what she says she is not exactly mm-hmm. and she's also she also goes on and has said sharon osborne again in this um preview or this moment of drama that she was set up by producers to be sl- led to the slaughter like, like a, a lamb. lamb held out for slaughter like we don't do the talk Mm-mm. we're not a tv show correct but we do do things similar to what they do. We do talk. And she alleges that they didn't set her up correctly about how they were going to have this conversation about Piers Morgan because they wanted ratings. Like, they wanted her to be caught off guard by Cheryl and her co-hosts so that it would create ratings. Okay, so let's actually pull back the curtain and say what probably is the reality cheryl or cheryl cheryl osborne sharon osborne didn't arrive to work that day prepared right she thought now i'm gonna i'll pull back the curtain really quickly at least as far as our show is concerned but certainly for sure as far as the talk is concerned i think that it is easy to think that we just open up our mics and have a conversation that we maybe have like a one sentence slug line and then we just go for 10 minutes on it. That's not what we do. And that is certainly not what they do on the talk. Yeah. And and, and like to a degree that people, I mean, there are several people managing 
what's going to happen in any given segment. Right. And you you know full well what at least okay so when we talk about what we're going to talk about we also talk about and more importantly how we are going to talk about it yep. so part of being prepared means knowing what your perspective is on the method of the conversation mm-hmm. right yeah so what you're saying bradley is when Sharon Osbourne says she was set up like a lamb held out for slaughter. The reality is simply that she just was not prepared to have the conversation in the way that they were planning to have the conversation. She was not prepared to involve anyone else in her conversation. She thought she would get up and speak extemporaneously about her relationship with Piers Morgan Mm -hmm. and enlighten the world somehow on how he's not as bad as the world thinks he is and he's just paid to give an opinion so he's having an opinion like i i this is my interpretation of how this all went down based on what i've read which albeit is not necessarily the bee's knees but again coming from a place where we do this on a regular basis my impression is that sharon osborne wanted to do what she wanted to do Mm -hmm. her hosts co-hosts were like we also want to talk about what we want to talk about. Mm -hmm. She didn't like what they wanted to talk about and wasn't prepared to respond to what they wanted to talk about and found herself in a corner that she couldn't get herself out of. And because she hadn't done the work because she hadn't done the work and, um, in the moment couldn't own that and is now trying to blame everybody else for her problem. Exactly. Exactly. And, and, you know, I think the same is true for what happened to Piers Morgan. When I say happened to Piers Morgan, it makes it sound like he was a victim. He was not. The problem with both of their position, both Piers Morgan and Sharon Osbourne's positions, is that they both are trying to argue that you get paid to have an opinion, so you should just get to have your opinion. The problem is that's not the job, and that's not anybody's job. If you are going to have an opinion, you still have to be accountable for why you have that opinion, and you have to be able to back it up. And also, and they weren't able to. And that's when you can begin to understand the racial component. And I know we don't have a ton of time, but like when somebody can show up and not be prepared Mm -hmm. and expect to be listened to and taken at face value without Mm -hmm. any criticism. That is capital P privilege. Yeah. And then feel like a victim as a result of that. Yeah. Like you begin to understand why people can. You know, people are going to be as honest as they, you know, and it's a good thing that you have people like Elaine Welteroth and others who are willing to call it out in the moment for what it is, because it's not that complicated. Right. Sharon Osbourne has been allowed to be Sharon Osbourne unaccounted for since she became Sharon Osbourne, Sharon Osbourne. Right. And Mm -hmm. now that's coming like. That's not enough anymore. So she's, you know, hitting her, uh, she's hitting that wall uh, in this moment.